Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. like a game show (laughs) maybe i'm hoping that someone will be like i'll be a contestant i'll play and i'll wife you up but i don't know tell us what they'll win (laughs) they win my pussy (laughs) that must be a record for no i guess i start off pretty nasty in every episode anyway my guest today runs a fabulous show at the hollywood improv Ooh. Baby, it's Roz. Roz, do you have a last name? Yeah, Roz Dress Velez. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that? No, I guess. Is that on your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram is at Roz Dress Velez. Uh, I guess I never noticed. I don't know if that's I've laughed okay. that hard this, this is, early. This, <laughs> oh, this is all a problem. See, I what I want to do is get those apps that tell you who follows you and who doesn't. No. I want to get one of those and do this podcast, but why have you unfollowed me? And I want to bring on people <laughs> that have unfollowed me. And it, uh, apparently my name is not giving you enough about me. I, wait, now I got to look I'm at I'm trying it. to figure out how to become Insta-famous. I mean... I don't know if I want a man or Insta-fame more. I mean, both are useless. <laughs> except being Insta-famous can get you more money. Yeah, that's because what, then yeah. people will pay you to like... Oh, I guess I just didn't phonetically know how to say your name. That's okay. It's Dresfiles. That's maybe the funniest drag name I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. Well, I only shop at thrift stores, so it was just kind of like, it made sense. And I like the name Roz. I like Roz. I, uh, what a dream. My mind is blown. But my boy name is Geo. But ah. my, usually my rule is like, you can only call me Geo if you're fucking me or you're paying me. <laughs> so most people know me as Roz, but I'm looking for somebody to call me Geo. Oh, that's so Maybe someone that will fuck sweet. me and pay me. I mean, you could do that. That's called prostitution. Or well, sex work. That's what we call it now, I believe. Th- yeah. 
But I don't know why prostitution is bad. I think hooker maybe is bad. Is it stewardess? Is it flight waitress? Attendant. Okay. Server and flight attendant. Okay. But when I was a waitress, I was like, you can call me a waitress. Right. I was also I never so know these days what it. we're supposed to say. Me either. I know you can't say the R word. People get really upset with you. Um, What's the R word? I can't say it. People will get mad oh, at me. Oh, you mean like mentally ill? Yes. I thought we were talking about like restaurants oh. <laughs> or, or something like. <laughs> you can't say restaurant you can't anymore. Say restaurant. You have to say sit down food place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for that day to happen. I I don't want... I feel like... You do comedy. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people have gotten too PC? Oh, this conversation. I, I know. It's a stupid conversation. No, but it comes up constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just had a friend that just got in trouble for something. Um, it's so hard. I, I It's hard. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. It's a scary time. It is. Who's your friend? Um. Uh. Well, uh, a drag queen. You can Google it. She just oh, got in trouble for yes for saying. I don't uh, know why. I, oh, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm always such a private person about stuff like that. But it's no, like no, it's fine. It's news. No, Bianca Del Rio. She yeah. got in trouble for. And I personally, she's an insult comic. Yeah. She goes for the jugular. That's her thing. And I personally didn't find the joke that bad. Yeah. I didn't find it good either, but I got the sentiment. Exactly. If, if you don't know, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, a uh, contestant in the last season, before she had a lip sync for her life, which is like determines who goes home, who stays, revealed trauma in her life. And then Bianca commented that like back in her, or like a... Uh, the uh, it's a strategy to reveal a trauma before you get sent home. Because she said it, yeah. When it was like she's gonna go home, yes. she said it. Yeah, and I, I mean, I. And I, so of course, people were offended that yes. she was, you know, not um, respecting sexual assault and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm, yeah, I guess I can see why you'd be upset. I can see how you're triggered. But, like, also, comedy walks a fine line. And maybe five years from now, she'll be like, maybe it wasn't funny. I don't know. I know. I've made jokes where yes. later I'm like, you know what? There's things that I've said, like, five years ago that I'm like, I couldn't say anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. But that's comedy, baby. Have you gotten in trouble for saying things? <laughs> Not trouble, trouble. But I did a show at a college where I had a joke about my imaginary boyfriend beating me. And I was like, that's like a testament to my headspace that even this made up man treats me poorly. And the audience was like stone cold silent and it's worked before. And I was like, how weird. I guess you guys really hated that. And then later someone messaged me on like Tumblr or something. This was like years and years ago. They were like, nobody laughed. Because Britney was in the audience, and Britney's sister was murdered by her boyfriend. Oh my god! A week ago, and I was like, "Uh, okay." <sighs> but the stance I took was like, "I didn't know, right? I didn't know that she got murdered." But then I was like, "Okay, I get why it's triggering. I get why it's bad. I won't apologize for it because I thought it was funny at the time, and I've just learned and evolved, and now I no longer think." 
imaginary domestic violence is funny, <laughs> which is a dumb But sentence. it's also like it's your joke based on your experience, whether true or not. It's just funny. It's your life. And so it's like it's hard because you don't know who's in the audience and who has a problem with what. Yeah. And are you going to like live in fear that, oh, I can't tell this joke because mm-hmm. maybe there's somebody, you know, it's. I don't know. I know that I'm very like I'm too afraid to even say who my friend is that's in the news. Like I am so afraid <laughs> yes. these days. Like I'm living in fear of yeah. the words that come out of my mouth. Because everything is recorded, screenshot, screen grabbed, and then they serve it up to you a couple months later and like remember when you said this. Uh, every grinder hookup I go <laughs> on, I inspect that there's not a camera in there. Really? Because you go on these porn sites and it's just like hidden camera. Oh, uh, you're right. I would love to end up on Pornhub.com. Yeah? I would. I'm good at fucking and the world needs to see it. (laughs) Well, you know, think it into existence. I mean... I guess it would be traumatic at first, but then I would really own it. I would be like, yeah, it is me. I was dating this guy who was like, let's make a sex tape. And I was like, I don't know. Where are you going to put it? What are the residuals? What is the base income I'd be making? Work out a deal. I feel like didn't that teen mom or like there's been people that have approached companies. um, What is her name? Farah Abraham. Yes. She did a porn. And I watched some of it, and honestly, she wasn't very good. Because, like, in the beginning, she was like, I'm putting it in my butt. And I was like, come on, girl. You girl. gotta get warmed up first. You gotta work up to anal. You can't just slip it in your butt. Yeah, right. Okay, right. I love seeing celebrities naked, though. It's like a- Do you? Oh, I love it. So do you like when people's pictures are, like, stolen from the cloud? I mean, it really disturbs me, mm-hmm. and it scares me. But I'll look at it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I won't look at it because I'm like, I don't think they'd want me to, which is an insane stance to take. But like when Jennifer Lawrence's pictures were like floating around, I was like, I think she'd be mad if I looked. And then I was like, <laughs> but what if I meet her? Would I have to say, I looked at you? Open. I'm a crazy person and I think too hard about things. But then there's people like, have you seen the Chris Brown one? I don't think he's mad that people have seen that. He's got a big dick, right? Girl. Ah! Look it up. Google it. I mean, never mind. I was going to make it. Yeah, I know where your head's going. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I will go there. Roz, are you, you said you're single. So single. Um, when is your, when was your last relationship? Um, it is in the process of ending. Oh! (laughs) No, I, okay, so I was in a, um, a like about three year relationship about five years ago and um i'm sober and Mm -hmm. i was like i used to be such a fucking mess and that's one of the reasons it ended and then i got sober and i was like you know what i need to like take a year and just like focus on me because i was Mm -hmm. kind of like i don't want to date me right now like why you know i don't want to date if I'm not someone that I would want to date. So I was like, I'm going to do me for a year, Mm -hmm. really focus on getting my shit together. And then I did. And now it's been like three years, three and a half Mm -hmm. years that I've been single. But I did just meet this guy and he's so perfect for me. Everything is so great. But he just got out of a relationship, like a long term relationship, and they live together. And he's Uh. like, like the relationship went on for like about a month and they had just broken up Mm -hmm. and it was just like not the right time for him. And so 
I just like, I don't know, I can't just be friends with him. So I'm just kind of like, it has to be done. I think that's smart to just be done with somebody who you're like, no, I really like you and being your friend's going to hurt my heart. That's exactly how it is. And I think, or just like if we're just fucking, like it would still, mm-hmm. like it's just too much. Like if I can't have you, I can't, ha- like I don't want. I think that's know? good to know. Like, I think that's yeah. so good to know. Cause I feel like I've at times been like, yeah, I could be your friend. But then I'm like, I don't want to be your friend. I truly just want to like suck your dick till I die. <laughs> and I have no <laughs> desire to like hang out with you socially. No. Unless we're, you know. Well, and I, in it, love. it sounds so shitty to say this, but I'm like, I have so many friends and I have so many amazing yes. friends. You don't need any more. I know. And he like had just moved here mm-hmm. and it, like he really could use me as a friend, but it's just like, it. It's too hard for me. Like, you know, I've already crossed that emotional. with your heart. I know. And that's part of the lessons that I've learned in this time I've had mm-hmm. to, to do me is like I kind of my friend was telling me like, you know, you, I'm getting to an age where I know what I can deal with and I can't deal with mm-hmm. or what I'm willing to put up with. And I don't think I can do that anymore. I think that's smart. Can I ask you about being sober or is that a hot button topic to stay away from? Oh my God, no. I love talking about it. <laughs> so you got sober two years ago? A year ago? Three and a half, three years, and a half ago. years ago. Yeah. And can I ask what your rock bottom is? Yeah. Um, well, I, sh- I, sh- I had many. I should mm-hmm. have quit a long time ago, but um, I drank from when I was 12 until I was 24. So 12? literally, Yeah, literally half my life. Wow. Lots of drugs, uh-huh. lots of weed, lots of cocaine, lots of uh, poppers, lots of mm. all of it. Poppers! Yes, so fun. Uh, I love when you buy poppers from a sex shop and if you call them poppers, they're like, you mean computer cleaner? Oh, no, they're like v- VHS. Yeah. Uh, like, bitch, yes, I need I need some VHS head cleaner. Yep, yeah, I need to clean my VHS tapes. <laughs> Thank you. At the sex store. <laughs> um, oh, that's so silly. Well, I, for people that don't know poppers, I don't really know what... It I, is. It is a liquid that That should you, not be anywhere near a human body. I no, know that. It's so strong. You like sniff it and then for like 30 seconds you're Oblivion. like. Oblivion. And you're just like stuff every hole in my body. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It's good if you want to try anal for the first time because it like good really just relaxes anyway. you. Like it's like during sex. It's, w- listen, I'm a sober person. I shouldn't be doing a commercial right now for... <laughs> Poppers. Take it from me. I'm sober, but I love to drugs. Oh, no. Well, anyway, it's like this liquid inside of this little thingy, mm-hmm. and it's very toxic liquid. And one time I was drunk, and I was on my back, and I went to mm-hmm. hit the poppers and spilled it down my nose. <laughs> and I swear to God, that's why I don't know basic English anymore and <laughs> math. And like, it ruined my brain. It's terrible. It's a oh horrible thing. Oh, my God. Anyway, so my rock bottom. Did you finish? <laughs> uh, I just I don't know I just remember getting up and pouring water down my nose I don't mm. know it was terrible oh that sounds awful yeah oof but you know like I work in nightlife so like I'm not I'm like a cool sober person <laughs> so don't worry like, is that hard no because 
my mind is made up. Like, mm-hmm. it's just bad for me. I know that I can't be close to people that are abusive of drugs and alcohol, but mm-hmm. most of my friends smoke pot and drink and do the occasional whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for me, the the option was either act like nobody drinks and just be around people that don't drink and just act like it's not a thing, or just realize that it's part of life mm-hmm. and just embrace it and know that I can't do it and that's fine. And so, you know, it's not it's not a problem anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. really not a, at this point. Cuz I was thinking the other day, I was truly I was like what where else do drag queens perform other than at night? In bars, oh my god, or in clubs, it's so much more morning work than oh, I thought. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, I thought it was just a nighttime thing, and then uh-huh. I could sleep until three p.m. every day. But no, I, there's a lot of brunches, drag brunches. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, there's this amazing um, uh, thing called Drag Queen Story Hour, like reading to children. <gasps> That's um, adorable. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, and then you know, I'm like lucky to sometimes get to do like shoots and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we're everywhere at this point. I love it. I love it. Drag culture has truly gone mainstream. Because I remember when RuPaul's Drag Race was on Logo, and I didn't have cable, so I'd have to wait two days after it aired, sit in my bed, and stream it on LogoTV.com. Oh, sure. <laughs> I Well, when I started dabbling in like 2010, 2011, it was such a different thing than it is now. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the reasons why I didn't go super, I was kind of a stay-at-home drag queen for like the first <laughs> few years because I was just like, I have a, I'm afraid that no one will want to date me if I do drag. That was one of my problems, which was just like a mm-hmm. 19, 20-year-old insecurity that I had. And then I just was kind of like, fuck it a few years later. And then I started pursuing it. And I was like, you know, it's fine. And then I started seeing all these drag queens that were in relationships. And now mm-hmm. drag is like cool. But it for me, it's still a problem. It still is really? a turnoff for a lot of guys. What have guys said? Like, okay, so you've pursued a man, and his response is like, no. What are his reasons for not wanting to date a drag queen? Well, I've taken a few different approaches, and I'm always open to advice on this. Mm-hmm. The approach that has always been natural to me is like, I'm just going to make them fall in love with me and I'm going to be so charming that when I drop the ball and tell them, (laughs) guess what? I'm a drag queen. They're going to be like, oh, well, you're so perfect. I don't care. Mm -hmm. That has not worked for me at all. Okay. So now my new thing is just like, yeah, I'm a drag queen and just like start with that. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of guys where I'm like, I I confess, which is so stupid, Mm -hmm. where I like confess it and then it's just like everything changes and... I wonder why. Well, I typically like more feminine guys. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, it's it sounds very stereotypical, but there's truth to a lot of stereotypes that uh, a more feminine person likes a more masculine to balance ah. that out, you know. And so they, because I mean, I'm, I'm a man in the bedroom. <laughs> but I think that they, you know, the idea of their uh, significant other literally making a living wearing women's clothing mm-hmm. is a turn off. Int- ah, okay. I can see how that's true. Because it does, it is a thing that deals with sexuality as mm-hmm. much as it is also just a job. It's like 
there's a sexuality element to it. And I think that I'm on some kind of gender spectrum, whether Mm -hmm. I think about it or not, which I don't. I don't really even think of myself as even queer or gender queer or trans or any of that. I just kind of like just live my life. But I think it messes with the head for people, um, mm-hmm. you know, like what's going on, especially like working in comedy clubs. People have no clue what, what a drag queen is. Yeah. Cause there's, they I think just the want to know what's going on. Only in my pants. has me and that's it. I'm yeah. the only queen Which in is LA. Crazy. Cause that's essentially West Hollywood, right? The yeah. Well, West Hollywood? a lot of drag queens don't do stand up because, um, we make actual money in in other places, and you don't make money at stand up clubs. But. Yeah, I mean, comedy is the least lucrative thing you could do. Well, I always tell my friends that are comedians that, like, with drag queens, like, we make a little bit of money for a long amount of time, and then mm-hmm. dra- and then comedians make like no money for a long time, and mm-hmm. then one day they make a lot of money. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Crazy. So for drag queen, we're slow and steady, <laughs> but we stay the same. Do you have a drag mother or do I you have do. drag children? Uh, I have a drag mother named Sherry Vine. Who's, oh, she's so funny. Yeah, she's the best. And I just got, she lives in New York, but mm-hmm. we see each other. Um, I see her more than my real mother. How did you meet Sherry? When she, did she ever live out here? She did a long, like when I was a child, um, but she, um, we do Golden Girl. We do like a drag Golden ah, Girls. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Del I've Campo. seen it. Yeah. Um, so we actually just did that uh, the past two weekends. We closed mm-hmm. it on Sunday. Um, so we do that about twice a year. And then I go to New York sometimes and she travels all the time. So we see each other quite a bit. <laughs> We're pretty close. I love it. I want to be a drag queen. Do you? I mean, (laughs) I kind of, I mean, I don't do drag. I don't perform at drag shows, but I do a version of drag. I mean, right now I'm not in full face, but I do like to do makeup. I wear wigs. If I had a dick, I'd tuck it away. Sure. Do you do dating apps? I do it all. So are you, you're on Tinder? I'm on Tinder. Bumble? I don't know if there is Bumble for There's Bumble for gentlemen. Really? Okay. I think so. Which one is Bumble? Bumble's the one where the woman has so to... So the bottom has to send the message? <laughs> is that how it works? Uh, I hope that's how they advertise it. When you're like, I'm looking for a man, and I am a man, they're like, great. Are you a bottom? You got a message first. Um, let's see. What else is there? Are you on Coffee Meets Maybe Bagel? Maybe that's what... See, my problem with Tinder is that nobody ever messages. We mm-hmm. match and then no one messages. Maybe they think that it's Bumble and they think that they're since they're waiting bottoms, for the bottom to message. But oh, okay. Well, I I've been having so many issues on all of these apps because on Tinder, no one is messaging me, and I'm on Hinge. Are you on Hinge? No, which one is that? Hinge is through your Facebook friends. It like serves you friends of friends, I think. Okay. I don't know. I match with this guy who... So, oh, also, in order to match with someone, you have to like something on their profile. So he wrote, 
what I want. Oh, and you have to like answer questions on your profile. Is this so the one that you have to have like points for or something? No, that's Coffee Meets Bagel where you have to get beans. Beans? You have to play for beans to spend your beans on people. I hate it. Oh, like coffee beans. Yes. See, I'm Mexican. I'm like, wait, we <laughs> gotta like, have beans? beans? <laughs> no, coffee beans. It's okay. awful. So he said, uh, what I wanted to be when I grew up in the NBA. And I like basketball, so I liked that answer. So I have on my profile that I don't know any songs from beginning to end. So we talked about that. And then blah, blah, blah. I was like, this guy is cute. So then I was like, what are you doing this weekend? Which to me is like, maybe you ask me out. Maybe you go, what are you doing this weekend? We should hang out. But instead, he was like, got a show tonight, then tomorrow I work a little bit, then another show on Sundays. Basically, I work all day. How about you? So I said, ooh, what kind of show? I have a lazy-ish weekend. I'm excited about it. Then he was like, improv shows. And I was like, Is that a turn off for you? I don't want anybody who does improv. Okay. Like, especially when they're talking about, like, doing an improv show. I do do improv, but I never tell anyone that I'm off to my improv show. Okay. I just feel like I'm so, I've been doing it for 10 years. So to me, it's not exciting anymore. It's like, sure. I'm doing it. And then like a stand-up show is work. I'm working out material to then go on the road to make money. It's not like I'm like, ah, a show? Well, I he just... also said that because he wanted you to ask that question. Yeah. He wanted to ask, ooh, what kind of show? Because mm-hmm. I'm in that predicament a lot where I'm like, I'm, I, I usually just say working unless I want them to know. Mm-hmm. You know. I say working until I'm ready to let someone know what I do. But I don't like to let people know off the bat. I'm like you. I feel like... When I tell men just like straight up, I'm like, I'm a comic, I'm a comedian, I'm an actress. They're like, what have you done? And then like, I have to go through my fucking resume. They ask you, what have you done? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I had one guy who, upon meeting him, I was like, oh, this, I don't like him. This is not going to work out. This is like four weeks ago, five weeks ago. I like met up with this guy for like a coffee date and he was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a comic. And he's like, yeah, but what's your day job? And I was like, and this has happened maybe like three or four times. And I said, I don't have a day job. And he was like, well, how do you like make money? Do you like come from money? And I was like, this is rude. No, no, no. I, I make my money doing comedy. And he just like couldn't wrap his mind around it. So you get that. Or then you get um, mostly it's like just men being very judgmental. We're like, well, are you funny? I'm yeah, like, I can imagine. Yes, I think I'm funny. Like, I make a living at it. Yeah, I just... Or sometimes they'll be like, oh, so what are you, like an Instagram comic or like a Vine person? Well, Vine's dead, but you know. Like, are you an internet comic? And I'm like, no. No, I get up and do it in front of people. Yeah, I... um, That's the thing. the, The problem that I have with guys that have a problem with me doing drag is, first of all, not to toot my own horn. Toot it, girl, toot. Toot it. Toot toot. Call me tootie. Is this the facts of life? <laughs> I um, I mean, I do it full time in mm-hmm. a very oversaturated market. I I I must. I mean, I'm good at it. I you mm-hmm. know, I make a living at it, and I make like a nice living at it. And so, like, I have like. To have a job that's like that you are very passionate about mm-hmm. and you love and you work really hard at, to me, that's hot. <laughs> like, I don't, Same. whatever the job is. 
That's what I want. I want a man who's like satisfied with his job, who's just like looking for a woman to compliment him or her. I don't, at this point, I do not care. I'm about to be like that. I date, I don't care. I do not care. I think love comes in all forms. And I feel like when you choose your, or what, not choose, when you learn what your sexuality is, you feel like you have to put it in a box, like whether you're gay, straight, or bi. Those are like the three I grew up learning about. Sure. And then now you have like pansexuality and like demisexuality, and then you have like non-binary and queer and all these other things that I'm just like, too many! I know. Too many! I just want to meet someone that I connect with and want to be with. Wait, what is demisexuality? Demisexuality, I just learned, is someone who has to have an emotional connection to Demi with Moore. someone <laughs> named Demi Moore. <laughs> no, an emotional connection in order to fuck. And then I was like, so what's the opposite? A slut? Why doesn't that yeah. have a fun name? Yeah. Why isn't it like slut asexual? <laughs> Seriously. I don't it's very strange that everything has such and then I don't like the term pansexuality. I don't like it. I, which I think is what I'm describing as myself, that I'm open to everything. But pansexuality, to me, just sounds weird. It, it always makes me think of Pan's Labyrinth. It makes, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth, frying pans, uh, pan, 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 pan. Pan, pans. <laughs> pan, pans. Yeah, like pans, pan, pans. Pans, just pots of pans. Um, you know, I might be opening myself to pansexuality soon. I mean, open the door, because you don't know. And then, like, because uh, in my early 20s, I was like, I am straight. I love dicks. I still love dicks. Dicks are mm. perfect and fabulous. But I, like, met this woman, and I was like, oh, oh, my. Ooh, you make me, like tingle sure then i was like oh i guess everything does it for me i guess i'm just a whore well, that's how i identify i'm a whore. a whore whore sexual there we go i'm whore sexual i um a couple of years ago i started having really confusing feelings about drag queens okay because there's something about a drag queen to me when i know that they identify as a man mm-hmm. but like they're a gorgeous woman, mm-hmm. but I'm attracted to the maleness underneath. It's very confusing to me. I agree. I've seen drag queens where I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. ooh, you're beautiful, and I know you've got a dick, and I think I'd like you to fuck me with your face on. Mm-hmm. Have you had sex in drag? No. Really? There's so much going on with the pads. And I the, guess the padding and the And like, look at these hairy the... ass legs. Like, I wear so many pairs of <laughs> pantyhose that like, for me to take the pads and the pantyhose off, like, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. really be in drag necessarily. Like, Fair. I don't know. You know, so it's, yeah. I would love to date a drag queen. I wish there was a dating app for drag queens. But not many drag queens want to date drag queens. Really? I mean, it has changed so much these days, though. And there are, it's like the 80s comedy boom, where Mm -hmm. it's like so many people are like trying to get in while it's Mm -hmm. hot. And there's some that you know are not going to stick around. Mm -hmm. And there's some that really shouldn't stick around. Mm -hmm. And so I think it might, I don't know where the future of drag is, but there's so many gay boys that are just doing it now. So I think it might be different these days, Mm -hmm. but... 
I don't know. I'm so close with so many drag queens that I I don't know any that I would want to date. I would date Pearl. Do you know who Pearl is from of RuPaul's Drag Race? Of course I know who Pearl is. That is like is. my number one celebrity crush. Pearl is so hot. So hot. As a boy and in drag. Yeah. She is gorgeous in drag. And then as a boy, you're just like, oh. My God, how? Yeah. Cameron Michaels is the same way. Not for me. No. I'm not too into muscly. Not a no. you don't like a muscle queen. I like milk. Milk is hot as a boy. Eh. I don't know if I could date some that person, but the as a boy, um, yeah. As a boy, milk is super Shit. hot. Yeah. Milk is also I, I dated pretty. someone that was on Drag Race, like long before either of us did drag. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say the name. No, I'm you don't have private. to. That would be too scandalous. So. Um, but we did before either of us did drag. It's funny now, because I, I didn't grow up in New York. I lived in New York for eight years. I was like, I grew up in New York. No. I lived there for eight years, and I watched Peppermint. So much at Barracuda, this bar in Chelsea. Sure. And I fucking loved Peppermint. And I'd see Bob the Drag Queen. And then I'd see them on RuPaul's Drag Race. And you're just like, oh, I guess that's how people who like watched me at like UCB back in the day feel now when they watch me on TV. Because you're like, oh, they made it. Yeah. And you have like such a good feeling in your heart. Uh huh. <laughs> totally. Would you audition for RuPaul's Drag Race? Um,. Yeah. That's a no. You yeah, took definitely. too long. No, definitely. Honestly, for me, I've always just, I grew up in Michigan and I always Where wanted- in Michigan? Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's where my Aunt Sharon lives. Stop it. You better believe she called me yesterday and said, I have Christmas cookies for you. And I Already? said, it is August. No, she meant from December of last year. She's so then she said, I also have a chocolate Easter bunny for you in the freezer. I said, it is August. Aunt Sharon. <laughs> that is so Aunt Sharon. That is such an Aunt Sharon Aunt Sharon, thing to do. she once sent me an Easter dinner through the mail. <laughs> She loves a holiday meal. She loves to keep food for a long time and then send it to me. You never know which when you is need very it. curious to me because, like, I know I'm fat, but like, never once have I said I love eating old food. That's why I can't do this meal prep shit that everyone does. I don't want to eat food that's three or four <laughs> days old. Well, I I don't meal prep, but I make a bunch of ground turkey and then I'll make salads for I can't the do week. That. I know it's gross, but I am bad at cooking. Okay, so back to me. Yeah. I <laughs> I grew up in Michigan mm -hmm. and I always just wanted to live in Los Angeles and make a living making people laugh mm -hmm. and just like being creative and and like so I do that now. So I'm happy with that. This is to answer your drag race question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm I'm happy and in my crazy mind, I feel like like I've just like made it in my opinion. Like where I I'm I feel fulfilled. Career-wise. Mm -hmm. Now, would I like a lot of money and to travel to bigger venues and stuff like that? Like, yeah, of course. Um, but either way, I'm I'm happy. It, I would – if I was to be on Drag Race, I would want to win Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think I could cook in the oven a little bit longer. I don't okay. know. But – Maybe one day it'll happen. I would like to go on RuPaul's Drag Race. You have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I saw know, you. as a judge, but I'd like to apply to compete and just like try to figure out if I could just like pretend to be a man. Kind of like that Glenn Close movie where she pretends to be a man butler. 
Oh yeah, or like Victor Victoria. That's a better example. Well, I just that's such do, a better example. Do you know? Do you know, <laughs> do you know Judy Tenuta? The, no, she's a comedian. She's really funny. She was she was she did a lot of like Showtime specials and stuff in the eighties. Mm-hmm. She plays the accordion. She's really kooky. <laughs> um, well, I was just telling her that she should reinvent herself as a Judy Tenuta impersonator and tell people that she's a man that's dressed like Judy Tenuta and she that's looks just like funny. and colors of Judah Tenuti. <laughs> I love that. I think that's So maybe that's funny. what you should do. You should be a Nicole Byer A Nicole Byer impersonator. Male, like male impersonator that's impersonating you. Uh, and people are going to be like, oh my God, she looks just she like She looks just like her and sounds just like her. Yeah. And she talks so much about goblin dicks. <laughs> it must be her. Okay, Ross, wait, wait. I want you to. What episode were you on Drag Race? I did All Stars Snatch Game. Oh, fun. It was very fun. I didn't know it was. Oh, shit. We have to take a break for now. We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. But now we're back. That was a commercial for poppers. (laughs) Huff it, huff it, and get fucked. Um, uh, It was very fun. I didn't know it was All Stars until I got there, Uh, which was crazy, because I thought I was doing season 10, but... I guess season 10 had already been filmed. I don't know. I got there and then there were no prep, really. They handed me an iPad and then I watched the Snatch Game and was like, Chi Chi, Aja, this is All Stars. It was very fun. It's wild to watch the Snatch Game uninterrupted. Oh, I bet. Did they, they probably cut a lot out. Oh, huh? so much because I think it's like 45 minutes uninterrupted. Wasn't that one where it was like not very good or something? That one was where Trixie did RuPaul to right. RuPaul. Right, 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 right. And they didn't air this, but I was like, here's a little tip. You have the show format. If you're going to impersonate RuPaul, do the show. Right. Like, don't you don't you don't even have to do an impersonation. You do the beats of the show. Sure, sure. And then with Beyonce, because I think, oh no, that's season 10. But here's season 10 tip. To do Beyonce, Beyonce is easy. No one's been able to do Beyonce. And I think it's because they revere her too much. But like Beyonce speaks in a very specific way. She does. Yeah, I've seen a few people do Beyonce impressions that are, yeah. But like, just figure out the voice. Yeah. You just kind of talk a little low. And you just reference, you know, lemonade or something. Well, that's Hello, the thing is that a lot of Beyonce. these, a lot of these queens that go on these shows don't have experience acting, mm-hmm. or you know, they don't, they don't know those kinds of things. Which is crazy because that's the whole thing. The whole thing of the show is being able to act, being able to be funny, and then like being able to sing a little. Yeah, that's it. I know. Or not? That's it. Well, that's why, like, in L.A., so many of the queens are, like, former actors Mm -hmm. that have turned into drag queens. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a lot of them are getting on that show these days. I don't know. Interesting. It's very interesting. I feel like a lot of the queens lately have been from, like, small towns. Like, Calorie was from, like, Albuquerque or something? Yeah. Well, and then always, like, like 17 from New York. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and not many from Los Angeles. Interesting. What's going on I also there? miss the Puerto Rican queens. Oh, yeah. You got your Jessica Wilde. I love, I work you with Jessica your, a lot. Really? I love I her. love Jessica Wilde. Yara Sofia, her snatch game. <laughs> Did, when she, did she do Amy Winehouse or something? Let her be Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think Rue was like, don't do that. I think she was like, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And she. <laughs> and I don't blame her. It was very funny. Okay, I want you to look at my Tinder profile. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay. <gasps> oh, this is the infamous penis. Yes, yes, dildo yes. Pick. Describe what you see. And if you want to see what Roz is seeing, you can go to Facebook.com, Nicole Byer Comedy. Yeah, that's my page. Um, okay, where did this dildo come from? You got it as a gift? No. So I'm in a sex shop called The Pleasure Chest. And I saw it, and I said, "This is the biggest dildo they I've ever seen." They used to do a stand-up show there. They still do. Oh, it, do it they? Was taken after the show. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, well, what are you trying to attract? Here's the thing: I'm trying to attract someone who wants to fuck, but okay. I need someone to be able to speak to me without mentioning it. It's a very specific thing I'm looking for. Okay. <laughs> but it's happened a couple wait, wait, of so times. So you want someone that wants so to I fuck. So I want someone who's like, okay, she seems like she's down to fuck. I love fucking. Let me message her, see if we vibe, and then we'll go out and we'll fuck. Or I also want someone who's like, oh, that's funny. Someone who like doesn't right. take it super seriously. Yes. I know. I, I have a lot of tests like that on mm-hmm. dating apps where I'm like... I hope you laugh at this. Also, keep swiping. Okay, um, but this picture, yeah, it's it's it, it's cute. Well, it, it, the dick is so big. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten a dick pic where a guy is like holding like a can of beer next to his dick or like something yes, to show and the it's proportion? Like, great, I'm so glad I have that as a reference. Yes. Well, in that same realm, it makes me feel like I'm looking at this picture and it's an average size dick and it's showing you being like, I'm very tiny. <laughs> I'm just a tiny little wisp of a thing. I'm just a little girl <laughs> next to a normal dick. Ew. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. It's you side by side with, is it Top Ramen or is this? Uh, yes. It's my recreation of a Kim Kardashian picture where she is topless eating noodles and she wrote nude dolls. And it made me laugh for <laughs> maybe three full days. I've never seen that. Oh, it, oh, someone showed it to me and I couldn't stop giggling. I mean, you're definitely showing that you have a good sense of humor. Thank you. Which is a, a powerful thing. Okay, now we have <laughs> swapped out the penis for an Oscar and it's the same picture. <laughs> And the Oscar is even bigger than the penis, mm-hmm. so it makes you look even tinier. My friend, my friend uh, Ben Green did that for me. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I like this one. You have a unitard on. Okay, this one you look like you can dance because you've got a unitard on. You're pointing your toe. You're looking over your shoulder. It makes me think that you're a fun chick that knows how to move her body. I'm lying to people. I cannot dance. I have no rhythm. I can't either. Isn't it's really upsetting. My mother used to be upset about it. She's like, how did I have a black child who can't dance? Oh. I'd be like, sorry, mama. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, now, okay, uh, back, we're back to <laughs> monster shirts. And it's you holding ghosts. It's my favorite movie. I love ghosts. Whoopi and ghosts. Uh, I think watching, I watch ghosts every Sunday for maybe the... 
10 years. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I think that's what like really threw me into doing comedy because all of Whoopi's scenes are so funny. They're like sketches. So funny. There's a game to every scene and she, she plays the game. She won an Oscar game. for that, right? She did. And she's, oh, she's so good. And also, I used to just think Patrick Swayze with those abs. Oh my God, Patrick waist. Swayze is so hot. Yeah. Ugh, growing up, sure. I loved him. And I liked when they like held hands at the end when like Whoopi was supposed to be Demi Moore. Uh, or no, Whoopi was Patrick and they were touching Demi Moore. I don't know. There's at one point where there's white hands and a black hand and they like connect. And I was like, maybe I like interracial relationships. <laughs> maybe that's really hot to me. <laughs> Okay, I'm swiping, I'm swiping. Oh, cute. Okay. Wait, so you're hold you're getting so many messages and things. I'm sorry, I'm just swiping them away. Oh. Um, this is a really cute picture of you. I was trying to figure out what you were doing. Okay, so you have mm-hmm. a pineapple. Is that a mm-hmm. drink? A cocktail? It is a cocktail at this place downtown called John George's or George Jeans. It's a terrible place. <laughs> Wait, what is it called? <laughs> It's like George John's or George Jeans or Tom George's. I don't know. It's the worst bar I've ever gone to, but okay. provided a very good picture. It's a really cute cup. Uh, and you look like you're having fun. You look like a fun Thank girl. Thank you. And your makeup looks really pretty. Thank your hair you. looks beautiful. Your nails, you look great. <sighs> oh, I like this one. Okay, it's you um, next to a kitty uh, Jeep situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're given that, like, kind of. Kind of like that chola girl from the block mm-hmm. kind of pose, squatted down low. Again, beautiful and fun. Now, Thank you. again, I can't get a date. So do you <laughs> want my opinions? Of course I do. Okay. Now here's you with a dog. Very sweet. Is that your dog? That's my dog, Clyde. He will bite you. He's so cute, though. He's so cute, but he bit my cleaning lady. <laughs> Oh no. And she revealed it yesterday. She was like, uh, I can't, we were talking about feeding the dogs. And she's like, sometimes I feed them a little bit. I said, oh, yeah, that's fine. She's like, because I want them to like me. And I said, they like you. And she went, not the little one. He bites me. And then right as she said he bites me, he like leapt up into her arms and she looked at him and went, you lie. Oh, (laughs) he's got a secret relationship when Uh the door's closed. When we're not home. He bites her. Oh, my God. Clyde. He's so rude. Okay, now this is like a real, like, stripped down, Uh like, just a a very pretty, beautiful picture of you with glasses on. And it's also showing, like, oh, I'm I'm smart. Like, you know. I'm smart. I'm smart sometimes. They're reading glasses. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's very pretty. Like, it's just a pretty picture of you. I think it's good. Is that it? That's it. I think so. I think that's it. I don't know what to do about these fucking dating apps. My grinder just says, um, let's chat, have a connection, never actually meet, and then ignore each other at Akbar one of these nights, <laughs> which is what happens every time. Everybody in my neighborhood, I see on there, we have these mm-hmm. great conversations. We never actually meet. And then I go to Akbar and it's just dodging left and right, like, oh God, not that guy. I don't that? understand why anybody wants to talk to anybody on the internet in text form for a long time and then never meet them. I know. It's like, are we pen pals? Is yeah, that what we're what doing it here? Feels like. It feels so weird and I don't like it. It bums me the fuck out. Well, the problem is that it's become normal and it's only becoming more normal. Mm-hmm. And so people are just used to that. 
I have found that if I speak to somebody for like more than three days, typically I'll go, let's go out. And then they'll unmatch me. Oh. And I don't understand why. It's probably because it's like literally a child in like a Muppet person costume (laughs) trying to be a human, trying to be an adult. I stole my mom's phone and I'm catfishing. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to meet somebody who is like three children stacked on top of each (laughs) other, like just show up at a restaurant. It would make me laugh so hard. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Do you have, you, who are your single gay friends? My single gay friends, nope, they're all in relationships, Ugh. Well, except for Nick, but Nick lives in New Jersey. Oh, well, listen, at this point, mm-hmm. I, I'm so desperate I would relocate to New Jersey. <laughs> no, I'm not desperate, I'm not desperate, I'm desperate. I try very hard to like remind myself that I'm not desperate and that someone should be so lucky to fucking date me. I hung out with a guy that I was, I dated for like a very short amount of time. And then we were like texting. And then uh, we were talking about me being single. And I was like, well, it's wild that I'm still single. And then he decided to not reply to that. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) I think that they don't like hearing things like that. Maybe. Because one thing that I have on my Tinder that's like so, I guess, cheesy, but it's like, it's true. It's generally how I feel. Like, I have such a fun life. And my mm-hmm. dreams come true every day. I just have, I have just like on this amazing journey of life and I wish I could share it with somebody mm-hmm. and I want somebody to be on it with me. I like that because I feel the same way. I'm like, I am like living my dream. I, it's my, my best friend Nick from Jersey uh, texted me this morning, uh, my high school graduation picture and then his and I was like, oh, we were so gross. Then he sent me Broadway Bound, which is what I like a superlative that I wanted, but two other people got it. And I was like, well, look at that. You didn't get a superlative, but you, you are bound. There Not you to go. Broadway, but, but like same, you're doing yeah. it. You're acting. You're doing what you wanted to do. And then it was just like, things don't matter. You're living your dream. And it did make me feel good until I started talking about how single I am. (sighs) Roz, would you date me? Yeah, I feel like... I first of all, I thought this was a date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops! Uh, I guess I gotta suck your dick now. <laughs> Is that how it goes on a first date for you? I will suck a dick upon meeting somebody. See, and I think that's a problem because I do the same thing. <laughs> Maybe it is a problem. I'm so easy. I am too. And I think that it's traditionally you're not supposed to be. And traditionally it has worked for a lot of people to not be that way. But But I like like to go against what traditions say. I also like to be untraditional. Non-traditional? Untraditional? I don't know. But I've waited and like it hasn't been good. And I've slept with people immediately and it hasn't been good so I don't know. What I don't the know true how people. I don't know how people get married without having sex. I think it's wild. You have to I, taste the goods crazy. before you. Yeah, you wouldn't buy a cow without testing the milk. <laughs> well, I just wouldn't buy a cow. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you mean. Ah, no, you wouldn't. Try, you wouldn't buy shoes without trying them on. There you go. That works better. You gotta try them Because on. I think if you tried to taste unpasteurized milk, you'd get sick. Okay. 
Yeah. Or you might, you know, f- yeah. You, th- I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. It's milk is a weird thing. Well, yeah, and like, what if you're married to a weird thing? I know, like, and imagine. you didn't realize it. Like, what if they're into some real freaky deaky shit that you don't want to get into? Then that would be too terrifying. Did you hear about that man who killed his two kids and his wife? Um, no. They met on Facebook a couple years ago. They got married. They had a great life. He murdered his whole family, took them to work, put them in, like, oil canisters, and then went on television and was like, I just want them to come home. But he killed them, so they're never coming home. Oh, my God. Like, that's my greatest fear. Finally they were married? Find- yes, Finally finding someone to be like, I'll date you. I'll love you. We get married and I wake up one day and he's got a knife and he's going to kill me. I'd be like, I guess I should have stayed single for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. You don't know who you're dating. You don't. That's a scary thing. You don't know people. People are unpredictable and they're crazy. Yeah. That's I've I've had a couple of um, horror stories on like Grindr and Tinder with people that I'm like, Oh, fuck. That's the other thing about dating online. You're literally meeting a stranger. You may have you spoken can't to them vi- for a little like bit. You can't really no, vibe the you way you can. You can't read crazy over a text message. Mm-hmm. All right, Roz, we've come to an end. Do you have anything you want to promote? Oh, um... Yeah. Well, I have a podcast. It's called The Gasp that I yes, co-host yes, yes. with um, my best friend, Sam Pancake. And it's really, really fun. And we've had like amazing people on. We've had like a bunch of famous drag queens, but then also people like Connie Britton, Molly Shannon, uh, Lauren Graham, all kinds of people. Um, so listen to that. The Gasp. And um, help me become Instagram famous. Follow me <laughs> at Roz Dress Velez. It's all Z's in my name. And then um, go see my show, The Once Over at the World Famous Hollywood Improv that you did last time. The next it one. It honestly is a treat of a show. You're a treat of a person. Uh-huh. Thank you for coming. I very much appreciate it. Uh, bye. Oh, wait. No, I, I can't end. Uh, <laughs> if you like my podcast, I do this. All the time. If you like my podcast, um, please rate it five stars and leave me a nasty message and I'll read it. So this is, they don't have a name. It's just like a rose and five stars and a fox. It says, Nicole, you're the best. I'll let you jam my butt with your fist until I can rosebud on demand. Then I'll cover that rosebud in five stars and slide into your puss. Or human Pinkie Pie. Hey, Nicole, thank God I'm a lesbian because if I, suffoc- if I suffocate between your thighs, I would die happy. So send me shit like that and I'll read it out loud. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.